Welcome to Let's Talk Social. My name is Rich Hake, and I'm going to be diving into all things social media marketing from tips and tricks that you guys can try to trends that you can implement on your page. We're here to help you navigate the ever-changing world us marketers go through. Join me as I discuss some of the impact that social media has had on our businesses to build better brand strategies to improve sales. Let's hop in. Today's episode is going to be about how you can establish a better online digital presence. And really, we're going to be talking about marketing funnels, specifically in the digital sense. I've got a rough outline I'm going to try to go over here. So as you see me looking up and down, if you're watching the video, that is why I'm doing that. So um, again, specifically, this is going to be for businesses. And there could be some overlap here as well. If you are an influencer or just someone trying to grow your brand, this should also help with that. So First thing to talk about, obviously, would be what is a marketing funnel. And the definition of a normal funnel, just a funnel itself, is a tuber pipe that is wide at the top and narrow at the bottom, used for guiding liquid or powder into a small opening. So in a marketing sense, we unfortunately won't be guiding any liquids or powders, but we are going to be guiding people to convert, so to buy our products or services. And again, this is digital, so online. And the goal of this episode is for you guys to be able to kind of establish your own little funnel. And I'll tell you when to write down stuff and what to write down. And so that you can also fine tune this over time. So it's not going to be a perfect system probably right out of the gate. So that's just something to keep in mind there. So how can you set up a funnel? I break them down into three pieces and more pieces can be added for your business. If you get this, um, if you get this concept down really well, and then you can start to elevate it with adding more steps into the funnel. But I'll tell you the three steps that I break it down into. And the first one is our customer acquisition piece. So getting new people to, to see the business for the very first time, going from, you know, never heard of the brand before. And this section has a lot of bleed into the next. So when you go to write things down, which I'll get to these um, here in a little bit, but when you go to write these down, there's going to be a lot of overlapping pieces between part one and two, and you'll see why the second middle piece is our brand impact and awareness piece. So showing value through exposure to the brand. And the third piece is the conversion piece. So the bottom of the funnel, right? Where people go through the end is imagine again, you're guiding liquids or powders there. And so that's getting them to buy from you. And there's a bonus piece to that as well, which is getting them to become a return customer. So to exit the funnel and then re-enter the funnel again. And if you do, if you set up a good marketing funnel for your business, that should be an attainable goal. So I'm going to also talk shortly on the percentage breakdown for the new and return businesses and how we focus on what I call the 40-20-40 rule. So this is the three sections of our funnel. The top section, I give 40% of like my effort and the budget for marketing itself. So if there's going to be things as I talk about each of these sections that you can put in place, some of them will cost some marketing dollars. So I would attribute if you had like a marketing budget and we we're going to set up this funnel, 40% to the top section, 20% to the middle. So that brand awareness thing, and then 40% at the bottom again, which would be for conversions. And I've talked with a couple of the Facebook experts that we get assigned them through our accounts over the years. And they have, I've told them this, I've had this for uh, a little while here and they've, they like it actually. And I've reported that to a couple other people too, but anyway, so top funnel, that's the first thing I'm going to go over the customer acquisition piece. So we want to set up multiple ways to gain new people into the business through digital and 
one of the most effective ways we can do that is paid ads. So Google ads, meta ads, TikTok ads, any of that kind of stuff. The, as you kind of know, the pay, it's a pay to play platform. Most of them are Google has been for years. They don't try to hide it, but meta and the others, for instance, they have just so much volume nowadays of, you know, the billions of people that are on Facebook. There's just a lot to fit into your feed. So for pages, you kind of have to pay to play. There are, however, organic things that you can do, which could be things like blogging. You need to be doing your consistent posting to social media, making reels, making TikToks, YouTube videos, jumping in people's DMs, the door-to-door, you know, the digital door-to-door these days, the DMs to the DMs, and cold emailing. That's still a thing, especially for service-based businesses. All of these are ways for new people to hear about your business and work to get them to the middle piece of the funnel, get people down to the middle piece. And that's why I was talking about there's going to be a little bit of bleed here because the ultimate goal of the top of the funnel is to capture somebody and to bring them into the brand. And so on Facebook, if they say you make a post and your one of your uh, page likes follow, one of your followers shares that post and their friend sees it. If they click like on your page after that, they've subscribed to your feed and have entered the secondary portion of the funnel. Another way that you could talk about that would be your blogging or a newsletter, for instance. So if you had a piece on your website or maybe an ad where you're capturing an email and they get entered to a newsletter, that newsletter is gonna serve as our middle funnel piece where we can kind of get some actual brand exposure to them on a consistent basis. So that is our goal with the top portion of the funnel. What you can do is write down all the things that your business is currently doing to please the top of the funnel category. See how comprehensive it is. And if you either need to improve things, add new things, I listed a couple off there. There's many things that you can do, but essentially to label it, it is getting new customers and trying to get them under some sort of feed of exposure to your brand. We're going to pause really fast for an ad for Alpha Social Media. It's the company I own. I talk about it all the time. We've been in business four years now, and our experience goes lengths past that. I had an agency even before that. At one point in time, we pride ourselves in being the one-stop shop for businesses, for all things digital marketing. As If you don't know, we do brand design, online marketing campaigns, web design, social media, Google, photo, video, graphics, you name it. If you see it on a screen, we can probably do it. So if you're needing any help with any of that, visit us online at www.alphasocial.media, fill out our contact, or you can just email me directly. I check my email all the time, rich at alphasocial.media. All right, back to the episode. So next thing I'm going to go over is the middle funnel. Talked about the top one. We wrote some things down about it. Now we're cutting to the middle of the funnel, the brand impact and awareness part. There are studies that show people with a higher frequency of exposure to your brand over their lifetime. It indicates that they are more likely to convert. It makes a lot of sense. And I always give the example of Coca-Cola or these bigger brands, Wendy's, for instance, we see these commercials all the time, Taco Bell, and you know we're berated with these over the course of 20 years, and that's their portion of the middle funnel, right? And then you coming to the store is the conversion at the bottom. So for social media ads, for instance, we found that the typical, on a monthly basis, the typical amount of exposure you want your followers to have or just people that you're advertising to is 8 to 12 times. That seems to be the sweet spot for us to get people to the bottom of funnel to optimize for conversions. 
So if you're running ad campaigns, you can go into the actual insights, look at the frequency column and be able to see that there. If you're just running like a normal page and just posting things, you can go into your insights. It's going to be a little harder to determine your frequency. I'm sure if you can do the reach versus impressions in your actual page following, you might be able to get some like rough calculations out. But or if you're working with an ad agency already, ask them if they're monitoring what this frequency is and tell them that you would like it to be between 8 and 12 for every 30 days. It's a rolling 30 days. And that's how you're going to keep people coming back. There are a few exceptions. So service-based businesses like my my own, right, Alpha Ads you just heard, we once we kind of book a client, they're typically with us on a contract and you know we don't need to berate them with a 30-day uh, thing. We send about one email per month and that's about it. So... It, it depends, but for the actual advertising to new people themselves, 8 to 12 is our sweet spot. Other ways apart from social, <clears throat> excuse me, other ways apart from social media ads to continue this frequency are things like mailing lists. So we kind of talked about that in the top of the funnel. Um, getting the, the middle of the funnel portion is sending those monthly emails. So like I was literally just talking about, you got you to gotta show up and you got to play the game to be in all of these different things. So there's blogging, vlogging, social media posts, and something that doesn't actually overlap into the top of funnel because it's mostly something that only your followers will see would be like stories. So being consistent and posting even uh, YouTube stories, I think TikTok just came out with stories now. So there's that Facebook and Instagram that's been around. So just again, you got to show up and play the game and you want to do that because that constant exposure is good for the, the psyche of your customer so that they are more likely to convert. The middle section can be a little confusing. So for me, writing down all the things that we're going to keep people seeing us, all those things that are getting people to engage with the brand all the possibilities of the ways that they could see us that makes it a little bit easier for me to look at it all so if you've got like your top of funnel list you can probably pull a lot of that down to the middle funnel because there's some overlap like your posts and the blogging and that kind of stuff but for it it's a little challenging but try to get some middle section things that are not in the top funnel and then lastly and this is my favorite part is the bottom of the funnel the conversions piece getting people to buy this is seemingly simple, and if you ask yourself, how many ways can someone actually convert with me, meaning how many ways is there for online for someone to purchase with me, or maybe if you're a local business and you don't sell online, but you still have your socials and everything, how many efforts do you have consistently running in order to keep somebody coming into the store? What, what things are you doing on a regular basis? So write all, you're going to third column down here, we're going to write these things down. Here's a better question to ask. Are there more things that I can do? Are there more things that I could create that give people more ways to convert with me online? Mind-blowing, right? Um, adding a, the number of avenues to, through conversions just statistically means if you're getting people to go there, you should have overall more conversions. And what are some ways that we can do that? So some easy options are if you have like physical products and you don't already sell online, would be to list those on the internet. If you have a thousand product catalog, you just created a thousand opportunities of purchase on your website. We've had so many clients approach us and say they've burnt out their local market as well. They've exhausted the amount of growth that they can do. So they start a nationwide campaign and that sometimes does mean having to list their entire product catalog or maybe listing their prices for their service. And with that, you have to be crafty with people. It's a very service business, service-based businesses are normally very competitive. So listing your prices is a hard thing to do. But if you had a way for somebody to basically purchase, but maybe still withhold a little bit of control or maybe have a clause in there that 
says, yes, you can buy the service, you can pay for it, it's like a prepay maybe, but you guys still have the ability to come back and decline. And what that does is at least allow the person to purchase without having to talk to a sales agent or have to do these things. And after he's already paid and done that, then you can call him and give him the whole pitch and kind of hit the ground running with all of that. One of one other thing I wanted to talk about, which this was super big for my business, there are literally so many softwares out there. I literally some that I don't even know about. And one example, this isn't sponsored by them. I wish it was, but is HubSpot. So it was a dramatic game changer for my business. It does cost like a good amount of money. I'm not gonna lie. It's a few hundred dollars a month, but it has like dramatically changed my sales efforts and how I just manage the. Uh, client experience for all my clients. It allows my team to see all of uh, all the emails from every client, no matter who, which no matter which team member it was with. It allows you to see it all in one feed there. So it keeps us a lot more plugged in. But that was just one software that we found that was a really big game changer. So like one software can change everything for your business. And if you haven't done the research, you need to go and look and just type in things that make sense that would make your life easier. I lost a project manager recently. She went on to an awesome opportunity, and I'm so happy for her. But we actually automated her role after the fact, and that was with HubSpot. And now we have actually saved money in the long run because I'm not paying out that payroll position, but I've actually just got a digital software. And on top of that, it keeps my team even more plugged in than any human could. So, and like, remember, like one marketing company, one software can change everything for your business. It really can. So explore online. I've seen it firsthand dozens of times. I've set up numerous things, property management, Appfolio. We've had City Hive for products listed on the internet and using like an international catalog of stuff so they didn't have to photograph things beforehand. So imagine that there's already a pre-photographed catalog of every product you hold that could be out there. And for the bonus, getting these people to return, being return customers. How do you keep someone to return? Well, if you picture the funnel, you want to cut a little hole into the middle section on the side there, and then you can draw a line from the bottom of the funnel back up to that middle section. And that line, the thing that will be the ultimate thing, getting people to re-engage with the brand probably isn't what you think. And I believe that that line is called product quality and client experience. And this is going to sound harsh, but if your product or service or the quality is not the number one thing that you're focusing on to improve before you set up this marketing funnel, it's gonna, it's not going to work. People are not going to keep coming back. And unfortunately, that's just at the end of the day, if your product sucks, all the marketing in the world isn't going to save it. If you've found your hero product line that you're known for, then fix all of that first. And then, oh wait, hold on. So if you haven't fine-tuned the service or found your hero product that you're known and famous for and that people love and tell their friends about, then go and fix that problem first, then come back and re-listen to this episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Have a social day. Thank you all so much for listening. Again, my name is Rich Hake with Alpha. If you have any questions about today's topic or if you want me to talk more in depth about a different topic, let me know in the comments down here below or wherever you're watching this. You can DM us on Instagram at Let's Talk Social Pod, or you can send me an email directly at Let's Talk Social Podcast at gmail.com. We'll have another episode coming soon for you guys. Have a social day.